0: Welcome to another episode of the Brutally Honest Podcast. I'm your host, Harrison Barron. Welcome, welcome, welcome. miss you guys. As always, if you enjoy the show, actually, before you even enjoy the show, I know you're going to love it, smash that subscribe button, share it out, tell somebody about it, give it a rating on whatever platform you decide to listen on. It's greatly, greatly appreciated. Always go check out the website, brutallyhonestpodcast.com. As some of you may know, I'm still waiting on my graphics card to do video. However, that should be up hopefully in the very near future, uh, they're on back order because these damn people are trying to mine cryptocurrencies. So I apologize, it was going to be up sooner. But still hustling, trying to update it as much as I can for you guys. I promise I am. And if you're looking to join that, the newsletter every week, brutallyhonestpodcast.com. I'm trying to feed you guys great information constantly. I want to make sure you're getting as much benefit out of it as I could possibly give you. You know, apps I'm learning about, things I'm doing, whatever it may be, it's all going to be beneficial to you. I promise you that is the absolute goal of it. And that's pretty much it. You know, anything else going on, check out the website, Brutally Honest Podcast. You can also find where the podcasts are located. So if you want to send it out to your friend or anything like that, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Google Play, iTunes, all of them are up there um, and you can find them as well as the guests, a little bio of the guest. You can kind of put a picture to the, to, the, uh, to the voice as well um and that's on there as well for you. And uh yeah, that's pretty much it. You know, huge thank you to uh Read Resumes for sponsoring the podcast. Um Read Resumes is your your website to find new opportunities. And that might sound crazy, but a resume written by Read Resumes, R E E D Resumes that's so well written is going to open up new doors. For your ability to grow in your career, start new things, or even just take a little snapshot of what you've gotten to in your life to this point. People say, why would I want to do that? Well, for example, I'm 25 years old. It's not a bad idea to get a snapshot of where you are because in 30, in in 10 years, 20 years, you're going to want to know what you did. You're going to forget about things you did today that may impact you down the road. Why not take a good snapshot of it? That is kind of what the resume will do. If, if you're not looking, if you're looking, it's a, the best way to get it into those opportunities that you would have never had before. Again, read resumes, R-E-E-D, resumes.com. They're going to take care of you. He has one of the best certifications in the market, and that's what he does. It's what he specializes in. Also, huge, huge, huge thank you to the Nerds That Care for sponsoring another podcast. If you are a business owner and you don't have an IT company, you are missing the margin on what you could be getting from your employees. Your employees could be possibly wasting time in the office. You don't know if your company is being backed up or not or these 3 and 5 letter government agencies could be pounding on your door. You know, Nerds that Care is going to help protect you. They're going to keep your employees running smoothly all day long. If they have an issue, they can call and get it resolved so they're back to being productive. If you're if you're curious to know if your backups are going to be getting getting resolved and checked on. That's what they're going to be there to do. They're going to call you if there's an issue. They're going to let you know when there's an issue. And if they're not calling you or letting you know, everything's going smoothly. They have software, state-of-the-art cutting software, state-of-the-art cutting, cutting cutting-edge software that is going to allow you to know whether or not it's being successfully backed up and allow them. And they're going to check on it and make sure everything's good to go. And last but not least, they're going to help build plans and implement procedures and make sure that your data is secure In the the event that one of these three to five letter agencies come knocking, you're going to be prepared. You're going to just be able to say, hey, this is what I've done. This is what I'm doing. And this is the effective measures that I'm taking. That is so incredibly important if you're worried about any of that, especially, you know, everybody thinks about if I lose all my pictures, I'm going to have, you know, I lose all these memories. It's the same thing. But imagine being a business owner. That is how important it really is. So go check them out. NerdsThatCare.com. huge thank you for them uh supporting and uh tonight my guest was lisa friesell she is a animal a absolute workhorse just shares her story about how she got into a mlm if you don't know what an mlm is you're about to learn um super super successful and we talk a lot about a lot of really good topics actually i had a um I had an epiphany in the show, which happens every once in a while, but I try to surround myself with really successful, really smart people, and with this show, that's what I'm doing, and tonight, I had an epiphany, and everything kind of lined up, and I was pretty mind-blown um, on what she said and stuff like that, so without any further ado, please welcome my friend, Lisa Frazel. find out the news by Lisa. Just watch Howard Stern and you'll get everything you need to know. Yeah. I know. I don't watch Howard Stern. It's kind of sad. We've already started by the way. In case you. <laughs> so how are you? I'm doing Welcome great. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for traveling all the way out here.
1: Thanks. It was not too bad. Nice lone time coming from the kids in the house. I was
0: going to say get rid of the kids, the husband, a little free, some wine. This is the first time drinking wine on the show.
1: <laughs> Mazel tough
0: look I am (laughs) um yeah I was it's funny because I'm slowly trying to build my wine portfolio
1: right
0: very slowly (laughs) Uh,
1: I really would not use the wines from out east though why I don't know I find that they're not great California I I adventure a little bit New Zealand Australia Mm. very easily accessible here
0: yes they are my goal is actually to run out to the liquor store, but I didn't have time. <laughs> uh, but I am supporting uh, one of my clients. This is this. very delicious. Uh, you did say that, so people don't think that she's just saying that because I said that. Um, but yeah, I was trying to. Um, this year, 2018, I'm fully committed to trying to help as many people as I can, uh, whether it's in business or in just supporting like their side gigs or whatever it may be. So that's that's my that's my super big goal this year.
1: Mine too. Really? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I made a full dedication. Like I know people that do art and stuff like that, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, I'll buy it, whatever it is. Right. Obviously, I can't spend a ton of money to help everybody out, but like if it's a re- if it's reasonable, come on, I'll I'll come help you out right. and, and whatnot.
1: Well, supporting anybody, anywhere, in any way is always gonna bring joy in life. I think that that's the goal, right?
0: Yes, I agree. Support. Support. Mm-hmm. That's the wise words of Lisa. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: it's a lot harder than I thought it would be, though. To, like, constantly support people.
1: Right, but you have to, you know, you see people hustle, you see people work hard, you see people trying to make a name for themselves, and you want to support them. So, you know, I I just did that, I was trying to book a, I'm trying to book a retreat for my team, Mm -hmm. and I saw that there was, like, a mom in the area, and she's, I travel agent and she's really kind of like up and coming it seems to be she's doing really well and i figured you know let me support her rather than call like a random travel agent mm-hmm. i'll call her for some help with my retreat so i figured oh very nice support
0: very nice <laughs> that's no that's great it's uh it's incredible that you took the amount of time to do that because i know far too many people that won't do that or they'll go right to the major brands it's so like you got to help like the small the small Mom people.
1: pops, yeah. That's good. Yeah.
0: Proud of you. Where are you going?
1: I <laughs> don't know. I want to... It's like 40 people. So if we do an all-inclusive, obviously it's going to be... It's going to be economically viable. And yes. So um, I don't know. But then we might just... I don't know, narrow it down and then go somewhere extravagant, so we're not sure. Just go to Africa. Just
0: go (laughs) some, like... It's on
1: the list, but with my husband. I don't know if I want to go to Africa with 40 women. (laughs) Mm,
0: True. Very true. Um, You guys have to talk business, though, right, when you go? Or is it just like a just It's fun. It's fun. We do
1: a little trainings. Um, Usually somebody from corporate comes, but... It's more fun and celebratory and camaraderie.
0: Because I'm like, let's try to go survive in the wild for like one week.
1: I know. We could use a few nature hikes. We were toying with different ideas. I don't know. I want to go to Arizona. I want to go to San Diego. But then we might go outside Mm. the country and do a little Caribbean. So Mm. a little Punta Cana.
0: I want to so. go. I want to go. I, everybody keeps talking about it. I want to go to Punta Cana, Costa Rica. I want to just go everywhere down south. Anywhere where it's warm, where it's basically not New York. Well, it's yeah, like,
1: it's 24 degrees today.
0: <laughs> people have heard me complain far too much about how damn cold it is.
1: I mean, bundle up. People complain when it's too hot. That I they, stopped
0: pe- complaining last year. <laughs> was my goal. I was like, I hate the winter. I don't care how hot it gets. I'm not going to complain. Right.
1: Well, I can't complain because my husband wants to move to Florida, and I don't want to move to Florida, so mm. there you go. I can't complain. Oh, so cult. he's got you. He's got you. As soon, <laughs> if as, I, as, soon as I complain, he's got me.
0: Mm. Yeah, but. you're rocking a hard place. Where in Florida? Boca. Sorry, I didn't know. <laughs> uh, the Yeah, Florida's gorgeous. I think about going to Florida all the time. I'm trying to become like a snowbird yeah <laughs> like that's like the ultimate everybody's like oh we're trying to do with your life i'm like trying to like be a snowbird just yeah. on, constantly where the weather's nice
1: right well that's the key you play outside all day and you have fun but two kids you can't really be a snowbird they gotta go to school <laughs> <laughs> they gotta go to one school
0: <laughs> yes that would be a challenge for yeah. sure yeah.
1: um so i'm here
0: yeah you're here sticking living. it out long like island it. yep i like it so um now i'm curious because we as we were talking before the multi-level marketing mlm mm-hmm. what for anyone who doesn't know please tell them what mlm
1: is. yeah i mean to me i i didn't know what mlm was i didn't know what direct sales was when i started i just didn't even know the letters existed together in one sentence mlm <laughs> it was very foreign to me because i was in corporate so i just didn't know it existed um and to be honest with you i wish i knew about this the second I graduated college because I spent 13 years in corporate and although it taught me so much but um, just it's just a genius way to do business and it's a really great way to create residual income but you know multi-level marketing definitely can get bad connotations people just think in their head um, some nasty words that I don't like to say Mm. Um, but it's a genius way to, like I said, create residual income, help others achieve income, share, grow. Um,
0: it's a good product, too. Which it's you, a great which
1: product. It. And we are the number one skincare brand. You don't
0: emphasize that enough. The number we one. We
1: are the number one skincare brand in North America.
0: I like it. Yeah. Um,
1: so, of course, when you have a highly effective product that's consumable... In this business mm, model, consumables
0: is very important.
1: Consumables, very important.
0: Do you think being a consumable as opposed to, I don't want to say a non consumable, but a less consumable product would change your mentality on doing it?
1: Um, I do, a million percent actually. Really? Yeah. Have
0: you thought about that?
1: I would, this was the only ever. Uh, direct sales type company that has ever been introduced to me, and it's mm. changed my life in a million different ways. But so I would never entertain anything else. But the thought of being the thought of sharing something that people don't use on a daily basis mm-hmm. or run out of yeah, it's just mind blowing to me to think about how you grow a business of the magnitude that I did without having something that's consumable. I mean, I get a text message in the morning that their daughter literally went into their eye cream and scooped everything out, and she's Ooh. like, well, now I need a new one. And it's just, oh. it's crazy how these products are used every single day, not by children, but yeah, by adults, for by the adults and, and they run out of it. And, the, and because the products are so highly effective, mm. that's um, the key. They see I results, gotcha. and they want more. They see results, and they want more.
0: That's good. That's very good. I'm happy to hear.
1: <laughs> so now you have what? to wash your face tonight. <laughs> I know, I know. Yes,
0: Lisa did give me homework. I have to go. Wait, so now do I wash it in the morning or at night? I mean, There's
1: instructions on the sample I gave you, but you'll wash your face when you go home tonight. You'll feel the this magic. This is how you get
0: people hooked, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Instant gratification. <laughs> <laughs> it's Instant gratification. So I'm going to wash my All right, so that's interesting. I'm nervous. Do you get the tinglys? Is that like the thing?
1: I should be more nervous to be here on this podcast than you should be to wash your face.
0: We have alcohol. All right. There is nothing. I'm
1: sure the alcohol will still be in your system when you (laughs) get in front of that sink. Uh,
0: This is so weird because as I was saying, the last time that we spoke and I was like, I've never used any of these skincare products. Right. I'm interested to see how. This yeah, goes. I
1: have like over two dozen male customers who love, love, love the product. So it's it's right, nice and refreshing to see. I'll never forget when I first started the business. My husband was definitely skeptical of me starting. Mm-hmm. Um, he knew nothing, and I he had some adult acne, and I gave him the regimen that helps with that. And I'll never forget. Like I think it was about three weeks after I had started, and he comes out of the bathroom and he looks at me. He's like all right, I'll give it to you. The shit really works. <laughs> and I was like, that is enough. I can now move on. Oh,
0: my God. That's, uh, And he's probably never lived it down since. Yeah. In a good way. In a good way, of In a of great way, yeah. Um, that's so funny. So this shit works. So, all right, so you said there's 20, about two dozen. What percentage of the pie chart do did, did they make?
1: <laughs> of my customers? Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, maybe like thirty percent.
0: Really? Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah. I'm very impressed. Yeah. Not so much selling the product.
0: Mm. Yeah, using it. Yeah, just, yeah, just yeah. using our product. Interesting. Yeah. So and now how did you get into this field?
1: Right. Crazy. I mean, I certainly wasn't looking for something else. Um, mm. I was very laser focused on growing a career and I was in advertising in New York City. And a coworker of mine shared the opportunity with me and I didn't wash my face at night. I, like I said, I didn't know that multi-level marketing was even a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very foreign to me. And I was busy interviewing for other jobs. I was talking to ABC. I was talking to...
0: Interviewing for other jobs.
1: Interviewing for other corporate oh, okay. jobs. So you were
0: looking for to move. You just didn't... Yeah, I mean, I was looking this. for
1: something else, not necessarily leaving the industry. But... Mm-hmm. Um, And I just, you know, said to myself, when the opportunity was introduced to me, because I didn't know anything about it, I was just like, I kind of shrugged it off. Mm. And I had a baby, and the opportunity was still presented to me over and over and over again. And I said, you know what, let me just see what it's all about. And I entertained it because I was... Shut down for a job. I got a job. I did not get a job opportunity that I wanted. And I was like, if they don't want me, and Rodan and Fields does, (laughs) I'm going for it.
0: Damn.
1: But, you know, I sort of just took a chance on myself. I had tried to do a wedding and event planning company a few years prior to starting Rodan and Fields. So I had a little bit of an entrepreneurial spirit inside of me. I I didn't know it at the time.
0: Of course. Um, You just wanted to do something. I wanted to to do something. My dad
1: owns his own business. I saw him Mm. be really successful with that over the years, and so I think I just wanted something to call my own, but I still wanted that safety net of the corporate environment.
0: Well, yeah. Why is that? That everybody wants like because I have friends that are like, oh my god, I'm gonna work for this giant multi million dollar company, and I'm like, what satisfaction do you get out of that?
1: Because I think people just real think that like. It's safe it's safe and and it in actuality it's not so safe it's because less there's safe. layoffs mm-hmm. every single day no matter what company or field you're in um, businesses are not growing in the same way that they used to 10 15 20 years ago
0: it's crazy yeah especially in, it depends on the industry you know right. like oh I'm going into this industry if in the world of technology nowadays it's Industries are being built. Oh, yeah. And I don't want to say overnight, because nothing's built overnight, but exploding in no time, and then others are being crushed Mm -hmm. at the same time.
1: And you don't have that control over your income.
0: In what, corporate?
1: Yeah. Not necessarily all the time. I didn't. Nope. I rocked it. I was like the heavy hitter on my team, and I didn't get compensated for my wins Mm. the way that I should have, so... You know, yeah, I guess so. No yeah, so the opportunity was presented to me, and I sort of said, "Why not?" Mm. What am and I? What do I have ju- to lose?
0: Yeah, you didn't jump ship right away, though, right?
1: It took me about nine months to think about it, and I finally just said, "Why not?" So I jumped in two and feet. Did you have a kid at the At that my time? son was seven months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So my husband was like, "You're a new mom. You've got to focus on your career. Are you sure?" And I, I just had, like, enough confidence in myself mm-hmm. that I am a hard worker. Mm. And I just said, I'm, I, I work hard. I, I have grit. I could do it. And I, I like had no idea what the hell I was doing. My, the Melissa who brought me onto the business – we were like the blind leading the blinds. <laughs> we didn't know what we were doing. We just went out there and just started talking to everybody we knew.
0: And just, hey, this is what I'm doing. Yeah. Check it out.
1: And I got a lot of eye rolls. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. I got a lot of people who were like, How what? many
0: webinars did you give?
1: You know, in the beginning, it wasn't like that. It was just more one-on-one talking. Mm-hmm. And... I would just connect with others and use social media, use Facebook to leverage my network and oh. share, what, with, share what I was doing with them. And it was just sort of like one at a time, one person at a time. And back then, when I started six years ago, nobody knew what Rodan and Fields were. We were doing n- less than $200 million in sales when I started. Yeah, tiny number. Well, let, let's let's put it into perspective, Harrison. We just finished 2016 doing $1.1 billion.
0: That's a lot of money.
1: It's a lot of money. So I started doing less than $200 million. The company was doing less than $200 million. And now we're over a billion-dollar company.
0: That's pretty – that's super impressive. Yeah, we'll be
1: over a $2 billion company soon. That's and we're insane. only in one country. So I had to educate that's people. That's just in the United States? That's no, that's United States, Canada, and Australia. Okay, we're only in three countries.
0: Damn! Why Australia?
1: English-speaking,
0: mm, good-looking people.
1: Small country, you know. I think they're
0: easy takeover. Yeah,
1: <laughs> just <laughs> take it over. Yeah. They're very nice. The Aussies are the just best. Just like
0: the English. It's like ah, oh, we could we could right. take that, but we'll just pile drive this. But one.
1: proactive was in over eighty-five countries, so we will take over the world. But, so we're just really getting started on our global footprint. But uh, again, yeah, I had to educate people what Rodan and Fields was. Nobody mm. knew what it was. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, so here's here's a question for you. When you basically explained to them what it is and how it works, did they go, mm, it's a multi-level, multi-level marketing thing? Or did, coming from you, obviously you're unbelievably passionate about it, was it focused differently? Because it wasn't like, hey, this—it's this giant. This is how it all works, and or was it more about like the product? I guess is what I'm trying to say.
1: So I didn't. I don't think that a lot of people here in the tri-state area understands what multi-level marketing direct sales was. Really? Because when you look at places in the south or Utah, there are there are cities that are are like the capital of multi-level marketing.
0: Like what do you know what cities? Uh, Cuz I know nothing. Yeah, I no, there's know a,
1: there's a ton in the south like I said. Um but people here they weren't skeptical of the multi-level marketing piece of it. I think they were just skeptical that it was something different than corporate mm. or something different than it was just so, so foreign to people here. Yeah. I think people come to New York and I was living in the city, mind you, when I started this business. So this is the people I was surrounded by, the people mm. who are – people come to the city, they want a career in finance or being a lawyer or they're married to somebody in finance or they're just in that corporate environment. All the time. So it's so foreign. Yeah. It's something that people would never imagine. Even in
0: small business. I mean, I see right. friends that are working for these giant companies. And it's it's so funny to see the difference between – what I'm doing and what they're doing yes like it's like oh I have this and then if I do this long enough and I do this you know if I you know stay at this position you know and I take this test I can get here and here and here and I'm like okay so your game plan's like 20 years right I'm trying to retire in 20 years man like or at least be financially free in 20 years like that's the goal
1: when I started to dive into it I said to myself well if I continue to do what I'm doing right now, I'm not going to have any more time freedom and I'm not going to have any more financial freedom. Yeah, And that's why I had to make a change.
0: No, absolutely. I agree.
1: So, I mean, it's it's so obviously it's been a blessing, but it's interesting to see how the company has evolved through the last six years that I've been a part of it. And it's 10 years that they're in direct sales now. So, Mm.
0: now where, so explain, so if you can, Explain to me, like, how where do you stand on the chart? Because I don't like. Is there ranks? Like, hey, here's the chief. Here's like the <laughs> next chief, and then the little chief, and then like, I don't, I don't even like. Is there? Do you get ranks? Like, yeah, I, I know that you're one of the higher ups. At least I think. Don't <laughs> lie to me. Because uh, I don't know how any
1: any of this works. Um. Yeah. I mean, I I have been very, very, very fortunate. I'm I'm extremely humbled by. Everything that's... You could
0: gloat. You work accomplished. hard. You grind. You hustle. <laughs> I've heard stories.
1: There is... So there's... Yeah. There's this top title. It's called oh. RFX. Is that what you are? I am oh. RFX. Congratulations. Thank you. I was the first... What's RFX stand for? It's Art Rodan and Fields. I don't... I, you know what? I don't think I ever asked that question. Extreme? Slow cap. Slow clap. <laughs> So I was the very first Rodan and Fields RFX in the state of New York. Oh, very cool! So I really are there hold more that, of you? still? There's York? a few more of me okay. in in New York, and I hold that title very near and dear to my heart. Good, you should. Yeah, yeah, it's very impressive. So when Beyonce comes on and sings New York, uh-huh. her New York song,
0: yeah, that's that's what you think. You just yeah. a little place in your heart, you just <laughs> a
1: little place in my heart. <laughs>
0: Get your little blankie, snuggle up.
1: Oh, that's me. You know what? To be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> New York is like New York.
0: It's where the dreams are made of. It's
1: where dreams are made of, Aren't and concrete jungles. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's where dreams are made where of, and the concrete jungle. And
1: you know, I, I, there is so much runway for growth. It's actually the um, New York has the biggest opportunity of growth with Rodan and Fields, based on the population and mm. so it's really I, I, I hold it very true to my heart I, I would love to just help New York be one of the top
0: the top dogs yeah it's, it's not right now
1: it, it's, it's not it's getting there but mm. there's just so much runway for growth there's hardly anyone here doing it anyone here in New York doing it there's minuscule we sometimes live in a bubble
0: do you, so, uh, you with know, so what
1: with you know oh I know somebody that knows somebody it's, it's in the grand scheme of things, that's
0: like that. That's the New York thing. Yeah. I know. I got a guy. I got Man, a guy. I got a guy. I'm <laughs> like, it's so. Fun. I get my oh, my friends break my balls all the time. They're like, oh, well, Harrison, he's got, he's got a guy. I'm like, I'm 70. This is episode 70. I got 69 other people, <laughs> 70 people in my list of people that right. I would call. No questions asked. I got, I know somebody that's gonna help you, and they're gonna be reliable. As right.
1: Be. It's always good to have a guy.
0: Yeah, I got a, I got a million I got guys. A
1: guy. <laughs> and the more people you support, the more mm. guys you got.
0: Yes, so, very true. It's a good thing. Uh, very true. I've I've made great friendships over yeah, over sure. very cheap items. <laughs> um, doesn't make doesn't take much to make people happy.
1: You know, people just want to be listened to. Talk to somebody. I mean, this is the perfect forum. You're gonna make a million friends. All you do is listen to people. That's
0: that's the goal. Yeah,
1: that's
0: it's actually much- it's funny. I went to, a, to I don't know. Have you ever been to Tony Robbins?
1: Oh, I love him. I've never. You- I've I've only seen him through. Um, I'm not your guru. No, I've I've subscribed to some conventions that he's spoken at, so I've watched him through that forum okay.
0: through. Very cool online. Um, one of the th- one of the things that he writes down, and or it makes you write down in in the event I went to Unleash the Power Within, um, and it was you know write your greatest fears, mm-hmm. and one of my fears was like afraid to be lonely, <laughs> and it's so far fo- because I'm I have so many friends. Not trying to brag, but I have so many friends that I'm like, I'm never going to be lonely. But there's a still fear that lingers over me that it, nobody's going to yeah. like me one day. A little fun fact for everybody.
1: Isn't he the best?
0: I've never cried so hard in my life. <laughs> Literally never cried so hard in my life.
1: I just Even think, through breakups,
0: cried yeah. more Tony Robbins.
1: <laughs> I just, when somebody can tap into you like that, personal development is my jam. Like, I... Love it! I love to read books on personal development. Mm. I
0: do you read or do you, you listen? You Don't lie, what? Lisa.
1: I, I do read. No, really? Good yeah. for you. Well, you know what happens? I moved out to the Long Island, and okay. I'm still working in the city because I worked Rodan and Fields alongside my corporate job for four years. So I moved out of the city, and I was commuting back and forth. So I read on the train, Long Island Railroad. It was the best way to. Even with all to, the
0: smelly people. Uh,
1: you know, you win some, you lose some. <laughs>
0: true. Very sometimes true. you you
1: get the, pick the lotto, sometimes <laughs> you <yes. laughs>
0: um, Yeah, one of my few things that I will refuse to do is commute to New York City. Yeah. Did, I shouldn't say regularly. Right. If it's, you know, here and there. Well, a like, niche. right.
1: I only did it three days a week. It was a, That's it was was that the Right. And I got away, you know, so. Get away from the kids, right? The husband, <laughs> get to have a little fun. Well, I commuted with my husband. My husband and I worked in the same office.
0: We did you guys meet there? Yes.
1: So it was Aww. fun. It was totally cool. Oh my like god. people were like, Really? You work with that? I'm like, we met there. We don't know any better. This is a wonderful thing. I felt yeah. like I was like It's a bliss. It was like our time alone away from the kids. We would have lunch together. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Josh, we're right. on a date. Like it's lunch break.
0: Oh. We worked
1: for different companies in the same office.
0: Oh my god. That's
1: yeah. it was wonderful. That
0: it really is. It, it really, really is. didn't
1: bother us because it's like a bunch
0: of chops, it's still <laughs> Awesome, like, cause that's. I mean, the L. I. is not exactly date night place, but you know, you t- you nah, take you he take he would get. put
1: his earphones on. I'd read. We didn't talk to each other on the on the train. <laughs>
0: <God> <laughs> or the subway,
1: it. and then just we'd reconvene at lunchtime. Oh, the subway?
0: Oh, that's the other. Thing.
1: Well, I went. We went into the. I went to the city yesterday. It was actually our anniversary.
0: Congratulations! Thank
1: you. Nine years, and we went to dinner. Phenomenal restaurant, like top ten meals. Fusco i Fusco. Scott Conant's new restaurant. It was okay. it, top 10 meals. So we went to Fusco and then we went to see Dear Evan Hansen. So okay. I was meeting Josh there and I had to take the subway from where I had parked the car. And I had, I've been home for, this is like going on my third year. So I, at home, mm. work, working full time from home. I haven't taken the subway in a very long uh. time. I was like, I used to live here. I know, and I'm sitting there taking the subway. I'm like, I'm nervous. I'm like a nervous tourist. I'm like, this is bad. (laughs) I gotta get with it, Lisa. You're a New Yorker.
0: It's it's all right. I so I go I go to New York for work every once in a while, or I'll go in for friends, and they're like, no, you just yeah, you just get off get off a pen, you know, hop on this train, just hop on this subway, and then you're just gonna go like twelve stops. I'm like, I'm just gonna take an Uber, man. Like that's a lot of stress. I don't know if, like, I don't want to go in the wrong train because it's like ABC, like, on the side. Like, it's not even like, hey, this is the train that, like, I wish, I wish there was, like, a train god that just came down and was like, Harrison, you must hop on this train and, like, glows. And I'm like, oh, I know, I know, I know where it's I need to go. It's called
1: reading a map. Yeah, no. I
0: could read, I could, maps all day long. New York City, map, New York City subway map, no chance. Yeah, no chance. No, people are like, oh yeah, I'm in like Midtown. I'm like. I know you gotta uh, do it
1: every day to know. I know, I was so so out of the loop.
0: I'm like, I, don't, I still don't, know. I think Midtown's like Times Square. Yeah. <laughs> I think, and like everything, like uh, people like the Lower East Side, I'm like, all right, I know where. I know north and east and south and west, so it's probably in like this corner. Or they're like, oh, Hoboken. I'm like, I think that's in Jersey somewhere. I don't know.
1: (laughs) I go into the city once a week and I drive. Yeah. Yeah. Or
0: oh, Williamsburg. I'm from Williamsburg. I'm like, that's cool. I'm from uh, I don't know, some other made up word because I have no (laughs) idea where that is. That's great i'm glad i hope my uber knows how to get there right. you know what, what stop am i getting off on the LIRR, and then i'll take an uber there
1: right because
0: they know where i need to go just give me the address that's it
1: you gotta just download Waze wherever you go
0: i don't like driving in new york city though i refuse no. i refuse train all the way people are like you're crazy just drive it's so much easier i'm like i'd rather waste two hours of my day not ruining my car thank you <laughs> or running into the potential that i'm gonna die thanks
1: you gotta have confidence i know it's tough
0: People just, people don't know how to drive. I get nervous. It's I know. just like some giant truck almost hit me the other day going to New York <laughs> City. Didn't cu- didn't turn with a blinker. Yeah, cut off four lanes of traffic. It was just just stay in New York City. I'll I'll take the trip. It's okay. <laughs> I'll figure it out. No big deal.
1: Uh,
0: that's crazy yeah. though. Living in the city and then out here
1: and then out here all off the of road
0: and fields.
1: Yeah, that's. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Something I never expected. Really? It's my calling.
0: Now, so here's another question. Where do you see yourself in the future with Rodan & Fields? Or are you going to just build up another company too?
1: No, 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 no. No. I mean, I'm 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 still working hard to just continue to build a legacy for myself. And so this is a willable business. I just want to pass it down to my children. Oh, is it really? It is.
0: Ooh. That's
1: Huge a game changer. Bonus.
0: Huge game changer.
1: Huge game changer. Right. I mean, my kids are so cute now. They're like, You're going to do Rodan and Fields. I said, Mommy's going Mommy's not taking you to tennis tonight. Why? I'm gonna be on the radio for Rodan and Fields. <laughs> 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 you know, so they're my kids I just love. That they see me working, but home, and so it's really, like, the best of both worlds. Yeah, but, you
0: really do have the best of both worlds. Yeah,
1: but, yeah, it's a willable business of where I see myself in year, in a few years, like, really just helping to change more people's lives. Mm. It's might sound cliche. No,
0: not at all. If that's what you I'm a firm, firm believer in that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, people are like, why do you podcast? I'm like, oh, I do it a little bit selfishly, (laughs) like, because I get to learn. I get to ask whatever questions I want. Right. But, like, at the same time, it's here to bring knowledge to other people. Yeah. You know, if people are listening, great. If you're not listening... Sorry. Yeah, you know.
1: I mean, I I just hear I s- have people on my team who have moved because of Rodan and Fields, who have been
0: have moved.
1: You know, like who have been able to afford like bigger oh, homes okay. or had a, had more children because they could afford now, leave their jobs, get a be able to have a divo- go through a, with a divorce wow. because of Rodan and Fields. So like,
0: just because I had the financial. Yeah, ability to I mean, do it. this
1: the company has changed so many of my close, nearest, and dearest friends mm-hmm. in so many different ways. And we talked a little bit earlier about personal development, like just giving so much confidence to these women that they can kind of venture out. And to be honest with you, I would have been stuck in that job where I was.
0: In corporate forever. My boss was
1: awful. <laughs> you can
0: say that. Are, are you friends with your boss? No. <laughs> Not a chance. My
1: boss was awful, awful, uh,
0: awful, why? awful.
1: He just was...
0: Mean or?
1: He was so mean. He was just jealous. He wanted his wife to do Rodan and Fields. She didn't mm. want to. So there's a little bit of friction. that friction there. And he just, uh, he was just an awful man. He was an awful man. So it just wouldn't. It wasn't a healthy environment. Mm. Um, and I don't know. I just, I thought I wanted to work for the man, but it's lo and behold, it. it's, it's oh. you know, to be able to have your own business, it's mm-hmm. like so liberating. Absolutely. Call your own shots. Don't have to put in for vacation time. Very important. Go stop and get a iced coffee in the middle of the day at your favorite coffee shop and not have to think about it. Doctor's appointments for kids. I mean it's
0: Yeah, you get a lot of freedom with it. Yeah. That's uh I think that's one thing that goes overlooked, but I think a lot I think a lot of the fear is people don't know what their work ethic is. Right. Which is bad. Mm-hmm. Very bad because some people do but i feel like i've met far too many people the thing is people get comfortable yes which is basically poison
1: yeah and they stop dreaming
0: yes yes oh yeah
1: I, I was listening to a podcast of yours and you said that you were going to go out and get a vision board yes you got one
0: no no yeah <laughs> I literally have not even had time. My they're life very powerful. Been, what? They're very powerful. I know. No, I know. It's on my list of things to get. Actually, I probably just ordered on Amazon because the store is like five minutes away and <laughs> I just don't have time. Like
1: that's The line is just excruciating.
0: I, I was talking to a friend the other day. and They're like, oh, you want to hang out? And I was like, yeah, like if I have time. And I texted them at like 10 o'clock and I was like, all right, what are you doing? And they're like, "Um, going to bed. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, well, that's cool because I'm just getting home from doing everything that I needed to. Right. And then it, and this is like this week, and I was like, "God damn!" Like, not saying I need to slow down because I like the right the hustle, but I definitely need to like pump the brakes. Sometimes. Well, this is what
1: I say: when you are an entrepreneur, and when you're in a situation where you're building, and for my business, you work. A few years, like most people won't, mm-hmm. to live like most people want for a long time. Yes. So if you can, you know, last six years I have hustled. And I will c- continue to hustle because there's more things that I want out of this. Mm-hmm. But I, 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 it was invaluable, the the time that I put in in the beginning to build my business. I, I enjoyed every moment of it, and it was really tough. And you don't sleep much.
0: No, no. <laughs> but... This isn't even... Oh.
1: One day you will sleep.
0: Yes. Um, it's funny because I have friends that break my chops about this. Right. And they're like, oh, it's work, but you're not getting paid for it. And right. I'm like...
1: It's your passion.
0: Yes. And you're building I'm, it. I'm like, it doesn't matter if I get paid for it or not. Because the payout, I don't... I'm not looking at tomorrow's payday. Mm-hmm. People are so focused on getting that next paycheck.
1: Well, people live paycheck to paycheck. That's, the, that's, that's where it all comes into but I, I get, get comfortable, and then they wonder why they're living paycheck to paycheck mm-hmm. and without passion in their life. I feel very fulfilled.
0: Well, that too, but I feel lately I've seen people like this, where they're either living paycheck to paycheck yeah. or I see you know a 60, 70, 80 year old person working mm-hmm. for minimum wage. Yeah. and it it's like a stab in my stomach. Yeah. And I'm like, what happened? Like, do you yeah. get that? Like, am I, I, I do. abnormal? It really, like, it 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 actually like, what do you like, like do?
1: it affects me a little bit to the core because yeah, I, I feel very fortunate that I found this mm-hmm. at this and I, I took it by storm and I you know dove in and so I really can see what hard work and and can pay off into. And then I see people who complain and they struggle and they want things to change and they're living paycheck to paycheck and, but so then you got to do something about it. Nothing changes if not, if you don't change. Mm-hmm. That type of analogy. And so yeah, I I feel bad for people that are going through that. And you see those old people that you mentioned, like sixty seventy, still working and mm-hmm. people working paycheck to paycheck. Um. But you you have to do something else about it. Yes, you have to make a change.
0: It's it's the it's what?
1: No, I just and and even like people who are you know struggling. People are struggling on two incomes. So and many people are are working on one income because childcare and and so I just think that if you can just think outside the box a little bit. And don't have to feel like you're trapped, and just take a chance on yourself. And you talked mm-hmm. about a little bit about work ethic. Mm-hmm. You know, take a chance on yourself, and you—it's the best chance you're gonna—it's the best investment you're gonna take. That's for sure.
0: Absolutely. Um, have you ever you ever see the new Wolf of Wall Street with? Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, you know, there's and there's a line that comes to my mind every every time I'm like, oh, you know, I'm like strapped for cash because I know I'm investing my time into something mm-hmm. else that'll hopefully grow, and. You know, great. Your bills are late. Good. Pick up the phone and start calling. Yeah. You know, you can't afford to. You can't afford your trophy wife. Pick up the phone and start calling. Like everything. You know. Yeah. What are you doing to get yourself out of that?
1: Me personally. No, no, not you, not you. <laughs> but
0: like that, like it's just it, it's so true because I'm like, what do you like? You're going to work for the man. Yeah. Let's just say. You know, you're nine to five or whatever it is. You know, you have no incentive to work any harder mm-hmm. and you got comfortable. Mm-hmm. You're not willing to put it. My other thing, too, is, you know, I don't have you ever worked in the restaurant industry?
1: I did not. I was a retail person. Oh, uh, yeah. So right. the retail or okay, restaurant. So, so <laughs> same same,
0: thing. yeah, same thing for the most part. But, you know, it's like, hey, I need somebody to work tonight. Yeah. And no, everybody's like, no, I don't want yeah. to work. I don't want to work. I don't want to work. And then you know you see that person the next day like oh I have no money
1: right exactly
0: it's like well oh, you didn't even work like yes. you didn't you didn't take the opportunity you didn't work you didn't grind granted retail is kind of like a unfortunately it's time for dollars don't it,
1: you don't you think it's a confidence level though that maybe people don't have well he don't talks know, I'm, a fu- little...
0: I'm hungry right oh I'm if any not
1: everybody is like that. Sorry well that um. you created this forum for people that are yeah that's so, what which this is a that's what this thing. is geared yeah. towards
0: but like you know when I was bartending full-time hey do you want to work yeah I'll work a hundred hours I'll work I'll work every every hour I could possibly work right I'll sleep six hours mm-hmm. a night and go back to work every day I don't care you know I'll, yeah. and I'll upsell every single drink I mm-hmm. could possibly make and I'm gonna make more money than everybody else right. because nobody wants to work as hard as me
1: and it's a beautiful thing.
0: It's, it's just crazy. And then, yeah. you know, you, you see somebody else. Oh, I have no money. It's like, well, you gave me four of your shifts last week. You know, that was a thousand <laughs> bucks we could add, or whatever it was, you know. Right. Of right. course you have no money. I just worked, worked all your shifts. <laughs> I'm going to go out. I'm going to take that money, invest it and make more money. What are you going right. to do? Right, right. You know, oh, right. did you have fun on your five-day vacation because you didn't do anything but spend more money?
1: Right. People are built differently. <sighs> and I am learning slowly but surely that it's okay. You have, yeah. Because it, I, for me, it it does eat me up inside. Like I get upset for them, mm-hmm. and I'm not, I, It's not my life. Yes. And my job is to find people and associate with people and network network with people who have the same mindset as me, you mm-hmm. know, and just get out there and meet people who are like minded who want something more out of life. And it's it's not about working. Like you're working for a better you. Yes. And you're here now. So you're so passionate about this. It's incredible. So Thanks. it's definitely going to be infectious. And, yeah. And people are going to gravitate towards this. It's going to grow into Oh, I'm not worried. Something. Yeah. I'm
0: not worried. It's funny because I had uh, Brian Karp on the guy I was talking about before. And, you know, I think it was during the show or after the show we talked. And I was like. I don't care how many people start podcasts. I'll outlast them all. I'll outwork every yeah. single one of them. You're going to put out a show every other week? Great. I'm going to put out two shows a week. Right. You know, you're going to put out put out two shows a month that are going to be really, really good. I'm going to put out great shows that are going to be 12 times a month and everybody's going to listen to them.
1: My husband says to my son, my six-year-old son, how do you be the best? And my son oh. says, you work harder than anybody else.
0: Mm. Very. He's not wrong.
1: He's not wrong. The, you got to just be, you just got to work harder than, you got to work hard.
0: Mm-hmm. And you got to work out early. You don't work out... That's the one... That's the other thing I've learned, too. You know, I see people... And it's not bad that they start late. But, like, you know, what would you do all your life? Right. Like, why wouldn't you just hustle while you have the energy? And then reap the benefits for forever. So,
1: talk to me about your parents. They were workers and...
0: They still are. Yeah. Workers. Yeah. Yeah. And... um, They taught it to you. Somehow. Yeah. Actually, I don't... I do appreciate what they what they taught to me because my parents always work, 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 work. Right. But they were much, they were very much so dollar for dollar or dollar for hour. You know, if you're going to work X amount of hours, you're going to make X amount of money. And I I used to work at CVS. I worked in retail. Miserable. You know, Mm -hmm. you're a kid, you know, you're working 40 hours a week. Then you're like, oh, you know, I can get overtime. You know, I'm going to work a 20 hour shift today. Like I'm going to stay till four o'clock in the morning to help rearrange the store. And then I'm going to be exhausted and lose my whole day. And I sit there and think, what? I am an idiot. For $10 or whatever, because back minimum wage was like seven yeah. fifty or 8 bucks an hour. <laughs> so I'm going to make, what, $12 an hour for uh, an 80-hour week or whatever? I'm like, this is absurd. And then I learned about the restaurant industry. And thank God, this is where I think it all came from, because I always got involved in cooking. And I went to Boce's for culinary mm, arts. I love to cook. Yes, I'm a big cook. Love cooking. And... I applied to a restaurant, and they're like, well, we don't need any cooks. Do you want to be front of the house? I'm like, well, that's what's that considered? Well, you're going to be a busboy or whatever it is. My friend had gotten gotten into it, and I was like, yeah, let's do it. So I did that, and then I realized, wow, if I work really hard, people are going to pay me a lot of money. But if I don't work that hard, nobody's going to pay me a lot of money in tips. And then that's when it became like an addiction because I was like, why would I go to a job where – it doesn't matter how hard I work, mm-hmm. I'm going to get the same compensation. And if I just work a little bit harder than the worst worker you have, you're golden. Because you're never going to get in trouble because you're not right. the worst worker. And you, I mean, you know, you could work as hard as possible and hope you're going to get this promotion like corporate. But you're not guaranteed anything. Right. But then when you find a job, you know, and then, you know, I worked my way up and worked my way up to become a bartender. Mm-hmm. And, and now I, I, that's something I just love to do regardless of the money. And... You know, it was like, hey, do you want to work? Yeah, I want to work. Absolutely, I want to work. I want to work. I want to work. I want to work. You know, hey, I can work a Friday night, and, you know, I'll out-hustle all the other bartenders. Yeah. Hey, I'll upsell every drink. I'll upsell every appetizer. Everybody's getting a dessert tonight. You know, we used, I used to have competitions with one of the guys that I used to work with. Big dude, this dude, Pete. And uh, missed the dude, like, no tomorrow. Probably 400-pound dude. Hustler. I mean, holy <coughs> shit. And we would go back and forth. We used to work it On the Border over in Holtzville. And we'd see who can have the most sales in the night. <laughs> and it was like, and me and him were the top dog. A little
1: friendly competition. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because
0: yeah. the more money you sold, the more money you made, typically. Right. And uh, especially when you're a dude, you know, chicks can pull off the good looks, and that helps a lot. Pro- proven, <laughs> by the way, for anyone who's curious. Um, but we would go back and forth to see, you know, who could have the highest numbers. And yeah. we would be crushing it. That's so funny. Crushing it. It, it, if it wasn't me. I was a couple hundred dollars off and he would take it and you know, it would be back and forth, back and forth. <laughs> but it was like an addiction, you know. Yeah. I, how much how much money could I make tonight? You know, if I'm gonna be there, you know, so be oh, you know, I did three hundred dollars in sales. That's great. I did two fucking thousand.
1: Right. Like
0: <laughs> try selling two thousand dollars worth of twelve dollar meals. Right. That's that is hustle. Yeah. In a six or eight hour shift. You that know is. And then it's like, oh, you know, Oh, can I, people are like, can I go home early? I'm like, you're already here. Why are you going to go home early? You know, oh, it's eight o'clock. I want to go out with my friends. I'm like, so you're going to get out of here. You know, you're going to see them by 10 o'clock, you know, by the time you go home, shower, all that. I'm like, I'll just keep an extra set of clothes in my car. Okay, I smell like oil. <laughs> Whatever. You know, I'm going to bring chips and salsa to the party. I look like a hero. Nobody's going to remember I smell like oil. I'm going to douse myself in cologne. I'm going to change my shirt. And everybody's going to have a great time, like. That was the definition of hustle. I'll see you guys at 11, 12 o'clock at night. You know, I'm going to work all night. I'm here. You might as well. And that's when it became an addiction.
1: Right. And look where I brought you now.
0: I know. It's, it's just, it's crazy. Yeah. But it, it definitely is a mentality, you know. Once, oh, yeah. Once you realize that you can make more money by working harder. Right. You know, and you don't have to be Not
1: everybody's up. willing to work hard. That's for sure.
0: Now, did you read, what triggered your at-work ethic? Or was there anything? Or I mean, was I was picking book?
1: up poop when I was 16, <laughs> getting working papers. I worked at the beach. I mean, I, I worked all my life. When I was young, I was babysitting. When I was 12, 13, I was babysitting for my neighbor. And then when I was 16, to get working papers. My brother mm-hmm. worked at the beaches down in like Long Beach area. Mm-hmm. And I tu- July 16th, I turned 16. Mm-hmm. And I got working papers. I was at the beach 6 a.m. picking up poop. I mean, I just always worked hard. My parents, my dad owned his own business. Uh, He's an accountant. Okay. So he took over the business from his father. Okay. And my mother was in the advertising industry also. She always was the top person where she worked. Mm -hmm. So I think that, like, I just saw my parents worked and they were, Mm. I just, it was instilled in me. I was always working. I was always, always working. My friends joke. You know, my high school friends joke, like, of course you have three jobs. And, oh, you know, yeah, my friends just, say that, too. Yeah.
0: Yep. There's I see people me. now. How it many jobs you me. got?
1: Yeah. Like, I just love it so much. My latest, I picked up a little sidekick of doing being a mixologist.
0: Oh, a little bartender?
1: Oh no! I mean, in my ha- house. In my, in my
0: house. Oh, <laughs> uh, by uh, mixologist. I mean, I'm getting
1: paid by. I shake I... up
0: the drinks before I pour them in my martini glass. I
1: mean, glass. to be honest with you, it's just a really nice little, you know, for my family and friends. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. But I, I've always been just very, very hungry, and and thank God. I mean, and it obviously translated to this.
0: Absolutely. Now yeah. what? What books, was there any book? Because you said you read books. Yeah, you
1: know, I didn't know anything about the industry. So when I first started, I read a book called Beach Money. And I understood what it was like to actually earn money when you're on the beach. The idea of residual income. Mm. Which is a beautiful thing. Key player.
0: Most people don't know what it's like.
1: I didn't know what it meant. I didn't even know what that meant. Like To earn residual income. No, I mean, I, I didn't start reading books until... Years, years, just a few years ago. Okay. So, um, but Beach Money was like a true eye-opener to like kind of how to earn residual income, mm-hmm. how to have wealth. Mm. I mean, you see Warren Buffett, he invested in Pampered Chef. Yep. It's a multi-level marketing company because it earns residual income.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely.
1: So that was a big one for me. Um, flip-flop CEO, another how to live life in flip-flops.
0: All these beach ones. Move your mic a little closer, by the way. Um, how so many y- books have you read in personal development? Do you even know? No. Hundreds?
1: No, no not hundreds. I have kids.
0: Oh, uh, true, <laughs> true. Kids are always, kids always ruining everything. No
1: way. <laughs> um,
0: to keep the running joke of the podcast from previous ones, you should just sell them to Korea. <laughs> you can get a million dollars easy.
1: million <laughs> dollars easy. Yeah, know. per child. Per, per child. Ch- oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, to that
0: mention. That's just, meet up with them when they're eighteen. You know, yeah. hey kids. Yeah, I shipped you off. Sorry. Oh no. no I Look don't. what mom built for you. There's. Come t- on over. All right. They're you're so, set now.
1: They're so tough, but I love them so much. <laughs> so- I love 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 them so.
0: Now, how did you? Because I'm not a mother. Mm-hmm. Um. How do you manage, because there's definitely a mom superhero attribute. Mm-hmm. I don't care what anybody says. It's a real thing.
1: It is a real thing. But Thank how you, do you for recognizing.
0: No, absolutely. Absolutely. Because I'm, I'm, a, I'm a pain in the ass and my mom deals with me somehow. Um, but how do you go from mom mode to Rodan and Fields mode to I'm still going to hold the house together yeah. and yeah. keep a husband mode? It's really hard. <laughs>
1: not gonna lie really <laughs> hurt. the struggle's real the struggle is so real um, I'm so glad I'm making you laugh is it the wine or am I funny no you're actually okay. quite funny okay. you're actually quite funny
0: Just this is the first sure. I shouldn't say this is the first drink but I have had I cut down quite a bit in January
1: oh okay it's, oh. it's February 1st. It's only a month in.
0: Yeah. Well, okay. uh, yeah. I was trying to go a month sober. It didn't work. Right. But
1: I got pretty close. Okay. That's all that counts. Um, it's hard. It's really hard. The first year I, I left my job from corporate, because I was working 13 years at that job, um, it was a big adjustment. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I had to be everywhere and take to school. And um, I had to kind of like over the past two years, because it's really taken me that long, really to kind of figure out the adjustment of what's the best working hours for me. So mm-hmm. I, I can be on with the kids, I can be home working, I can take care of my health, I love to move, I love to work out, I play tennis, and and so I that's a priority for me. And yeah, with my husband. So, you know, my husband is extremely supportive of the business, like it took Good. him a little while, to kind of get going with it, um, but he loves it. He embraces it. He's just so extremely supportive. So he helps out a ton if mm-hmm. I have to go out for events or. Does he work still? He does. He okay. just got a new job, so he's thrilled with him. that. Yeah. Um, and so and this business actually allowed him to take that job. To be honest with you, he he left a job that he didn't love mm-hmm. um and was able to pursue something that he was so passionate about and it really was because of rodan and fields he was able to take a chance mm. and so that's awesome that in it i think that was like a really big moment for me mm-hmm. when i realized that you know he can take a chance on something new and exciting and because of the finance you know financial yeah, it's is huge yeah yeah so, how do I do it? I don't know how I do it.
0: That's, uh, to go back to what you just said, like, that's when you know that it is such an a powerful thing. Yeah. Whether it's a company, a product, a brand, when it's not just affecting you, mm-hmm. obviously it's affecting you and your family, but when it allows other people around you to do better for themselves.
1: Yeah. yeah. I always say that, like, Rodan and Fields, like, if for anything, will give you choice. Choice to go on a vacation, a choice to move somewhere, a choice to change your career, a choice to buy something. Mm-hmm. It just gives you more choices in life because... But you have to work. You have to work.
0: No, absolutely. It's not
1: a get-rich-quick, so... Nothing is. No.
0: If it if it's too good to be true...
1: It's too good to be true. <laughs> it's
0: pro- yeah, probably is. Yeah. That's, I mean... That's incredible. Yeah. That's incredible that it allows for that. Do you mind if I ask what the what the new job is? Should, he's should've?
1: working for Madison Square Garden. <gasps> very nice. Yeah, he's thrilled. It's just, it's like a dream job. Mm. So he's doing some new business development there. Good for him. Um, it's just amazing. I'm very, very happy for him. So Good. Yeah, he's loving life.
0: I believe it. Mood yeah. probably changes and everything like that. Oh yeah, it's you know? great.
1: And mind you, Madison Square Garden. It's in Penn Station. There's no subways involved.
0: That's probably the only place I would consider moving, right. to, like working in.
1: <laughs> that commute is pretty damn sweet. Yes,
0: it's <laughs> like right there. Right. <laughs> I, I was. It's. I'm like the. T- it's so funny because I live in New York and I'm like. I feel like a tourist when I go to New York City. Right, I know. I'm like, I I get out of Penn Station, I'm like, oh, could you tell me where this is? (laughs) And the worst part is, too, because everybody wants to think they know everything, I ask, like, a person who thinks they know what they're talking about, and then I end up walking in the totally wrong direction. (laughs) Not good. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But no, that's awesome that he could do that.
1: Yeah, it's so cool.
0: Do you think... Do you think if it wasn't for Rodan and Fields, he would have not taken the opportunity to do what he's doing now?
1: Yeah. I mean, so many things wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for Rodan and Fields.
0: And this isn't like a promote Rodan and Fields whole podcast. No, but like, it's just the just, opportunity that it's given you is oh, tremendous. Yeah.
1: It's all about that. I mean, it's just about the... Like, if anything, just take a chance on yourself, no matter what it is. Double down. Oh, for sure. And... Um, yeah, no, I just it just it was a vehicle for us. It's mm-hmm. been and it will continue to be, but um no, I wouldn't have left my job. Mm-hmm. I would still be in the corporate environment, which is for some many many people that's fine. For mm-hmm. for me, I think I just it, it was enough. Yeah. It was enough. And um yeah, I don't think we would be living in the home that we are today and You know, we did a huge renovation on our home and I'll never forget we had bare bones in our house and I came home from an event one time and I just I got down and I I built this dream kitchen of mine because I love to cook. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I it was everyone was sleeping in my house and I was like in my kitchen, like crying. I was like, oh, my God, like my dreams came true because I worked hard. So I don't care what you're doing. Mm -hmm. If you just work hard, stay consistent. Your dreams are going to come true. You just need oh, right... That's not going to
0: carried away, There, You still got to no, figure co- it out. You
1: need to figure it out, but that's what... It's <laughs> part of the process.
0: It is part of the process.
1: You got to love the process.
0: You have to love the process. Oh, yeah. Uh, do, you want, do you listen to Gary Vaynerchuk?
1: Oh, gosh, yes. <laughs> Why? Oh, gosh. Well, because people have different opinions about him. No, he's a shit. He is a shit in no, a good way a, or in the... bad no, po- <laughs> way. the shit. Oh. <laughs> Sometimes he doesn't give a shit. No.
0: No. But I think... Um, I kind of sit in the same boat with him, you know. People are like, oh, you know, I have my friends, and my friends are, pun intended, brutally honest with mm-hmm. me. Like, oh, you know, you're putting all this time and effort in. You know, wh- like, where do you see it going? You know, is it good? you're doing this for free, whatever it may be, and the people that are listening, you know who you are, but because <laughs> because they do listen, shameless blocks. even yeah, <laughs> they do know they do know who they are. Um, but you know, you have to build. You know, it's about building. It's about and then, but you have to see the long goal.
1: Oh, yeah, and you have to be okay, right, so it's part of the process you have to yes. be okay with I always say like it's just a uphill climb, but like it's it's peaks and valleys, mm-hmm. and you cannot get to the peak without the valley, so embrace it the struggle get the struggles, you gotta get through the- you gotta get you have to get through the hard mm-hmm. to get to the the good spots, the good points, and absolutely, yeah,
0: it's. You know, it, it is. It's loving All the All those quotes
1: about Michael Jordan not taking their shots. I don't know. I can't quote <laughs> sports people, but. <laughs> um, I just listened.
0: I just started listening to Ty Lopez. Do you know who that is? No. Have you ever watched YouTube and he's like the guy who's like, I bought my Lamborghini. I bought my Ferrari. You know, this is my garage. And he's got like bookshelves on the wall and stuff like that. Um, and he's like knowledge. You know, I read a book and he's got this whole thing. You know, he reads a book a day, which is pretty impressive.
1: That's very impressive. If he must not have kids.
0: I don't think so. Uh, reading a book a day is not that hard when you have not nothing to do, but when you have your, that is your main goal.
1: Why? Oh, Of course, that's your and job. And you're a speed Just like working out, like a trainer. That's your yes. job to yes. work out. Of course you can have a good body. It's not that hard. It's your job.
0: True. Very true. All right, go uh, on. But he has a lot of, you know, he has a lot of good information. You know, you have to love the process. You have to be always willing to learn. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have time to read a book a day, but I listen to audiobooks. I read. I just started reading. You know, I finished. Have you ever read uh, *Rich Dad Poor Dad*?
1: No. <sighs> Great good. book. Great right. book. I'll put it on my um, list.
0: It's a lot of like financial freedom. It's a lot about self empowerment. But I like the fact that you know Ty Lopez and. Gary Vanderchucker, all you know, double down. You know it's you. You are the you are it. You know, I tell people all the time, like, if I didn't have to sleep, I would not sleep. (laughs) You know, I'd rather be working twenty four hours a day, and then sleep in the years to come. Well,
1: the point I think you're making is you're bettering yourself.
0: You have to. Yeah. You have to.
1: Yeah. Did you, did you ever listen to Pitbull also? He's got an incredible story. I was
0: just, I, I, somebody just told me that the other day that Pitbull is like an animal. Oh, he's
1: an animal. He's a crazy entrepreneur, really, really smart, just absolutely incredible. He talks about that all the time. But, um, yeah, you're bettering yourself. So it's not about like, oh, I'm going to work 24 hours a day. And no, you just got to work hard. Yeah, but you're just making the best life possible for yourself.
0: You have to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who is it? Uh, the Rock and Kevin Hart. You know? Yeah. They work mm-hmm. out. You know, it's I've seen, I don't know if you follow Kevin Hart on Instagram, and I, I did for a little while, but it just got a little too much. <laughs> but he'll wake up at like 4 in the morning, and he'll get to the gym early. You know, he'll get to the gym 345. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, gosh. You know, yeah. or he'll get to the gym at 4, and his trainer's not going to be there till 430. And he's and he'll just start hitting the weights he's like nope just me man waiting for the trainer trainer sleeping but where am I <laughs> success I'm here already I'm I'm already it's getting the, I'm getting a pre-workout into my workout and I'm like god damn like same thing with the rock like the rock brings a gym everywhere he goes like he is dedicated yeah. as could be to Isn't like it
1: so inspiring to see people like that God
0: damn man like good for you I mean if I had my own personal chef too you know yeah hell yeah. But, like, when you're in sales, you don't really get to eat everywhere you want. Right. Um, but, no, to be able to have that, you know, not even work ethic, but it's just, like, that grind. Mm-hmm. Actually, it is work ethic.
1: Yeah. Grit, I like to say.
0: I like grit. Where'd you yeah. get that word?
1: From somebody in the business.
0: In Rodan and Fields?
1: Yeah. Same grit.
0: One. You gotta have grit. You gotta have grit. Grit sounds, like, rugged. <laughs> Very rugged.
1: I think there's, like, an official definition of it that, like... yeah. <laughs> Grits are great, That has to pertain to business and work ethic. I always say, like, you can't teach work ethic. I could I could tell you how to wash your face, but I can't teach Can you how you? to... <laughs> I feel like
0: you might be able to.
1: I can't teach you how to, how to have good work ethic. Mm.
0: There's two definitions of... Two nouns of grit. Small, loose particles of stone and sand.
1: Okay, that's not worth pertaining to. I
0: Thank you. I was getting <laughs> to the second one. Uh, courage and resolve. Strength of character.
1: Yeah. That's Mm. it. That's it. Courage. Courage to go forward. Strength. To move forward.
0: Yeah. Move forward. Um, I like that word, grit, though. I think you're the first person on the show to say grit. Awesome. (laughs) It's
1: my word. (laughs) Put it up on the wall.
0: (laughs) I will get a nice sign up there. Grit. Yeah. (laughs) And then underneath a little hyphen. Right, right. I was just going to say. Um... (laughs) Do but, uh, you think that you can't teach people work ethic? Would you like more wine,
1: by the way? I'm totally good. I got a big drive.
0: All right, well, I'm gonna drink <laughs> the rest of it then. But why don't you think you can teach work ethic?
1: Mm. I don't know. I think you just like have it. Like I, because people don't want to work hard. There are that it's okay. Like you know, we say people comes in all shapes and sizes. <laughs> I think some people just don't have the energy to work hard. And um I think it comes within. It's something that's taught at a very early age. Probably you saw your parents work hard, I saw my parents work hard. And I think it's just I think it's taught I do not I d I don't I don't know. I I don't think that you could teach it at a later point how to work hard. I'm running around in circles, I don't know. I just think that
0: No, it's definitely real. Yeah. I'm just curious, like that's one thing I've always thought about, you know. Is there a way to teach it, you know? Um and I and I love bringing up Brian's podcast just because Did you listen to his by the way?
1: I'm not sure. He wakes up <laughs> every morning
0: to at like 4 5 like 5 in the morning, goes uh-huh. to the gym like he that's like the definition of work ethic. Yes. And he tell, he shares a story of, you know, his car broke down one day on his way to football practice in college and he literally got out of the car, pulled the car off to the side, got out of the car and ran the entire way to football practice. Like
1: I want to meet that man.
0: Dude's an animal absolute animal and i always think to myself i'm like how do you put that into somebody else you can't but i feel like you could you just need
1: because you're not tapping into their why like why do? why is he doing that like you have to actually say to the person like why do you really want to succeed at what you're doing why do you
0: really want to (laughs) succeed Mm.
1: want to live on a n- yacht in the south of france i don't know <laughs> <laughs> that's my goal. <laughs>
0: <Whatever they're> yours?
1: <laughs> no i why i mean it's just everybody has their own why for doing things i mean simon cynics talks about
0: oh, dude another, that's another
1: legend he, he talks about your why you gotta tap into it but like That's where the work ethic comes, because maybe somebody's a little bit more in tune with what they really want out of life, and Mm. they'll do what it takes to get there. And a lot of people just think that everything's comfortable. We talked about that a little Mm. earlier. They're comfortable, and they're okay, and and it's it's okay.
0: Do you think if you found enough of what somebody wants, you can get them to work harder?
1: Uh, Yeah, I can peel an onion pretty good. With these people, with people, yeah. I can, Yeah,
0: but oh, that, that's, that's the a perfect example because you are a team leader. You are leading yeah. a lot of people underneath a you. A lot of people. So what do you... God, I'm so glad I asked this. What do you use to get... Because I'm sure you probably get a very unmotivated individual, but who wants this whole yeah. dream of what roden Enfields can provide for mm-hmm. you... You know, how do you – I'm so glad I thought of this. How do you get this person to so be excited. like, hey, yeah, I'm very excited now. Like, I, it took me a while. I was like, all right, there's got to be something. I'm going to find something. I'm going to find something. And I did, which I'm so happy about. <laughs> but, like, how do you get them to get motivated? Like, there's got to be yeah. something that you do.
1: I dig it. I, I really – I do dig it out of them. I, I'm saying, why, do you, why did you do this business? Like, you're telling me you want to be – make an X amount of dollars a, a month. Why? What is that going to do for you? And I dig. Well, I I just I, I I don't want my husband to have to go to work or I don't want to have to be teaching anymore. Or, but why? Why? Well, I really want to be home with my kids. So but just why? Digging. Yeah, I'm just constantly saying, "But why?" And then I'm making them realize that what they're not what they're doing right now. It's not really going to get them to the point that they want, so they have to change what they're doing. Mm. So I always usually say, "I'm like, that's great. What you're doing right now is getting to where you are today. But if you want that dream and you want to do this and do that with your life, you've got to do double what you're doing. And I have. To, I, sometimes you have to make people realize that what they're doing is just not going to get them anywhere. Mm. But you have to dig down deep to understand so what they really them feel want. Not okay. Well, I'm not going to lie to somebody. That's a term. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to somebody, but um,
0: to be brutally honest.
1: Brutally honest. I got to be bru- I'm very brutally James honest, Pro. yeah. But I I really try and bring out the best in people. I have a girl on my team who she feels like she's not a good leader. She's an incredible leader. She's has so much doubt that she's not. And I Is was, This
0: the one that lives in Bohemia. No, oh.
1: <laughs> this one lives in Jersey, okay. um, and I just said to her, "I'm like, girl, I'm like, you gotta fix this confidence department in, in, in your leadership." <laughs> Go to HR ability. and put in a complaint <laughs> about this confidence department. I mean, your team is—you're so inspiring to your team, mm-hmm. but why do you even care? Why do you want this? Why are you doing this? And you just dig it out of them mm. and. There you will find the people who have good work ethic and the people who do not have good work ethic.
0: So you say find? Do you think that if you basically ask why mm-hmm. enough, you mm-hmm. will help that person peel those layers? Yes, off?
1: but it's a process. It's a it's, oh, it's like yeah, I it's mean, like an exercise. You have to write wasn't it, built it down. In a day. <laughs> you have to write it down. I think. You really have to, and that's why I think vision boards. I brought it up. I know. Like, I gotta go, uh, you gotta go to Michaels. I, I gotta, uh, Michaels, that's <laughs> what gotta go to Michaels. You gotta go to Michaels. <laughs> buy a magazine, rip out some pictures of places you want to go, rip, things you want to buy. Um, but yeah, I just think that um, you have to just dig down deep. It's like an exercise. It's an exercise.
0: I like that. Yeah, that's good. That's crazy. And then, so how often do you find? That you do go down this Y path. Every day. No, no. <laughs> yes, I get that. <laughs> but like, do you ever uncover that somebody just had that, we'll just call it it. Mm-hmm. They don't have it. Like, do you ever find that? Or are you able to just, no matter what it is, just reach your hand in there and rip that thing out. And be like, this is what it is.
1: I, I think I have a skill I do do that I do
0: so elaborate
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll dig it I'll make them cry
0: <laughs> tell me I'm no all, I, don't I know mean, all about it no, cause I, you I do have to I've made people cry
1: I mean you have to just really figure out why somebody really wants a change mm-hmm. I mean I, I just think it's with anything like I, I hate to always just you know, come back to the business but I think in life you have to just figure out what people want out of it what are they willing to do to get there that's the key what are they willing to do to get what they want because some people really just don't want to work that hard to get what they want it's not that important to them so I think I do have like the ability to like dig in a little bit deeper with them figure it out kind of move on from there
0: that's it. Just move on.
1: Well, some people like really just
0: kill them. Just <laughs> all the way in there. I tell people all the time, like I wish. I wish. I see so many people. That's actually one thing that really upsets me. Re- like, truly and no, no joke. Really upsets me. What? When I see people that are either really good at something. Mm-hmm would have no work ethic or no... My biggest thing is, I don't even care about work ethic. I don't give a shit if you have a good work ethic. No motivation. Mm-hmm. You know, it's. I think work ethic and motivation are two totally different things, you know. But I see these people that are like, oh, you know, I really want to do this. I'm like, you have no motivation. Like, work ethic, you got to work hard.
1: So what do you say to them?
0: <sighs> I don't know. I usually threaten them. <laughs> I'm like, you have so much ability.
1: So why don't you just say to them, what do you want? What are you looking for? I
0: do. But then they're like, oh, you know. Like, in technology, in the technology industry, a lot of the people that you deal with are introverts, Mm -hmm. which is not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. You know I, I don't care I'm, I'm like a closet introvert Believe it or not I'd love to stay home Play video games all day yeah. and, I'm a lot and of just, introverts On my team Um, But like there's far t- It's far too often I see somebody Who's outrageously talented But is not willing To You know I know that they're smart enough They're like Oh you know I really want to be that person I really want to get there I really want to do this I really want to earn this title I really want to get this title I really want to pass the certification Whatever it is And they're plenty smart and they don't need to they really don't need to work hard like they are just naturally gifted. Mm-hmm. But they're just not motivated to put in just a little bit more time or to just ask. My biggest thing is ask questions.
1: So it's not about motivation at that point. It's about fear. They are fearing fear, something. Fear of what? It, you have to find that out. Mm. A lot of people fear success. They, they, they fear rejection. They fear. There's so many internal things that people fear. So if it's not, it's not figuring out what that motivation is. It's figuring out what the fear is. So it's either one or the other.
0: Lisa, coming up with a knowledge bomb, right I, there. I know. Like, God damn. Yeah. I'm impressed. I've
1: learned a lot.
0: Um, <laughs> no, it's just like I, I, it, it.
1: They are fearing something, and that's why they're not propelling forward. Mm-hmm. Because it's not that they're not motivated and it's not that they don't have the lang- the the knowledge. Mm-hmm. It's that they're fearing something. And whether it's the unknown, success, even sometimes people fear money. They do. Weird. It's out there. And because they don't know what that money's going to do and maybe they were taught when they were very early on that it's you don't need a lot of money. You don't need that. You don't need that. People fear money. So I... I it's really about if it's not motivation, it's fear. Mm, I'm certain of it. Yeah. So, I like you, that. this is a good this tool is, for you. Yeah, very, very. So, you got to think about that when you're talking to the yeah, person. Because I
0: just get so. Yeah. I, oh, you know Now that you say it, it could definitely be fear of success. Because, oh, yeah. you know, there's just so many brilliant people in. Like, I went to school. I just graduated a year ago. It took me forever to get to college, but <laughs> whatever. I'll take it. Um, but there's so many kids that are like, oh, you know, I still see them. They can't get a job. Mm-hmm. Like, why can't? you so smart. Right. Like, you are a, like, I wish I could take your brain. Like, I'm I, 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 so greedy. If I could, I'd rip that thing out of your skull and put it in my head. <laughs> like, no doubt about it. Like, you are so goddamn intelligent. Right. But they're like, I don't have a job. I don't have this. I don't have this. I don't have this. Right. I don't have this. Right, right. And now it makes sense because they're definitely afraid of something. Like yeah. they, like the, the hard work is there. They're afraid. Mm.
1: But fear and... Right. Game changer. <laughs> my
0: life is different now. Um,
1: <laughs> I'm so glad I came out. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, and it's also like in my business, people do not jump on board. Some people are so desperate they want to say yes to this opportunity. They really want to say yes and... They don't have, they fear rejection. They feel feel failure. And they just don't know what the future holds. And so that prevents them from taking a leap of faith on themselves because they have this big fear, this cloud of fear. But you have to work with them through it. So that's what I do a lot too. Like I work with people's fears a lot and getting sort of like over the hump. And it's good to fear something, you work through it, you figure it out, and you jump over it. And and that's, I think, like on the other side of fear is success. But it's a process, and that's where the personal development comes it's fine, in.
0: It's a fine line, but very hard to cross.
1: Oh, yeah. and Personal development.
0: Yes. It really comes down to that. I like that fear thing, though. I'm still, I'm like mind blown right now, because that's <laughs> really what it is. It's like, I'm just putting...
1: You're thinking about so many things in your life, and you're like, oh, wow, that makes sense now.
0: Oh, my God, everything's like clicking. <laughs> like, that, I, every once in a while, I shouldn't say every once in a while, because part of this is from, I was obviously for me to learn, but every, like, once in a while, I get like a a diamond. An aha moment. And I'm like, hmm, that makes sense now. Like, <laughs> oh, all these moments in my life just finally made that little click of like why why didn't that work why didn't that work why didn't that work
1: yeah and then you have to say why are you fearing that and then that's how you Mm. dig down deeper and you could peel the onion of fear too
0: the onion why do you call it an onion
1: because you're peeling the layers to get to the center olders
0: have layers (laughs) name that movie
1: yes Yes. I'm really bad with that stuff Uh, (laughs) my husband's gonna be proud (laughs) (laughs) um
0: I like that so much, the the whole, all of it. But that's, so now do you think your role is not even so much, do you think you've moved in, obviously your goal is to sell, you know, get people on board the whole nine, show people what a great product it is, whatever it may be. But do you think more of what you're doing now is almost kind of like coaching as opposed to selling?
1: Right. I lead a very big team.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: A very big team, huge team. A huge team. And they inspire me every single day. And I have trained in front of thousands of people. And it's extremely been, a, it's an empowering part of my life where I am so fortunate that I had that ability to like be in front of people, inspire people and coach them. And I love it. And I, and it's a huge part of the business, but I am so eager to share the opportunity with others out there so they can their lives can be changed in the same way that it was for mine. So I don't necessarily think that it's like one more so than the other. I think they're so hand in hand together. Hmm. So I mean I just feel like everybody knows proactive. I mean, they own the acting market. If you market. don't, like, if you like don't know proactive, TV. you're under a rock. Literally. Right? It's I don't want TV and I know what it is. Right? All your listeners have heard of Proactive.
0: I would hope so. Okay.
1: So I figure like we want to get Rodan and Fields as that name. Like everyone in five or ten years from now will have heard of Rodan and Fields just like they have heard of Proactive. But I feel like it's my job, it's my my mission to mm-hmm. like get out there and tell everybody about
0: it. So here's a question for you was Proactive a MLM? No. Mm. No. And pr- now and why bro- did they make Rodan and Fields an MLM?
1: So we were only sold in high-end department stores, Rodan and Fields. They sold Proactive for billions of dollars to Gunthy Ranker. Not ring a bell?
0: No. Okay. <laughs> Prob- yeah, I'm not really Well, it's deep funny in that because they market. were
1: they were um, pitching proactive. The doctors were mm. pitching proactive to Neutrogena and all these different other beauty companies, and nobody wanted to take proactive on because it was like a multi-med therapy. So like you had to use one, two, three steps. Uh. So everyone's like, nobody's going to put more than one thing on their face, but you girls are pretty. You should go on TV. And that's how the infomercial started. Mm. So that's how proactive was born in the infomercial world. And they sort of kind of, um, redesigned how the infomercial looked, I should say. And, then they sold Proactive to Gunthy Ranker, and they started this namesake brand, and we were only sold in high-end department stores. We were the number one clinical- Rodan? Rodan and Fields. Okay. And we were the number one clinical brand in Nordstrom, so people were going to purchase the product mainly based on referrals. I mean, 10 years ago, that's really when Facebook kind of like started, and mm. social media was booming- and so Katie Rodan's husband, Abner Rodin, sort of saw the rise of social commerce. And they said, well, what if we bring our product to the public who's using our product and pay them to recommend it? Mm. So first and foremost, we are a skincare company. We just chose direct sales as our distribution channel. Okay. So that's sort of how we became into this MLM world. But we're sort of redefining the way that um, people view direct sales, which is a beautiful thing because it sometimes does get a very negative, mm-hmm. you know, connotation.
0: Mm-hmm. I've had my negative experiences with it. I'm sorry, not with Rodan and Fields, uh, <laughs> but every once in a while, I get somebody who's just like, "Oh, you know, check out this," and then I find out it's an MLM and yeah. like, "Oh, sit through this webinar," and I'm like, "I don't have that much time." Right, right. You know, "Oh, you want me to sit down for for 45 minutes?" That's great. Thank you for using my lunch break. <laughs> Appreciate that. Um, no, that's that's a pretty cool story, though. Yeah. And then, so how long was it around four until you decided to do... How long did it go to MLM? Four years. Okay, so you got on pretty early.
1: Yeah, so I started six years ago. Mm. March will be six years.
0: Do you know, like, the whole higher-up Rodin and I Fields do. team? I do.
1: I do. I've, I've, I've been to Australia and to London with the doctors. Mm. That was a crazy time.
0: Big awesome big auditoriums, trips. or what's the story? No, I mean, I just, yeah, we have these huge conventions,
1: or... but then the elite get to go on these trips with the doctors. The elite. <laughs> 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 so that London trip was like the best trip my husband and I ever went on. It oh, he, just, oh, you took the husband? Yeah. you oh, the, was that with the kids. Yeah, Sold them. Million <laughs> dollars a pop.
0: <laughs> Off to Korea. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs>
0: Damn, that's so. So yeah. you were even able to bring the significant other?
1: Yeah. So you're able to go with your significant other. You go on these trips. Mm-hmm. We're going to Con in June. To going to what? Con, Con France, Cons, Cans. Some people say Con. Some people say Cans. We're going to France. Oh. <laughs> where the where the film festival is? No.
0: I gotta. I'm not worldly enough. That's why. <laughs> yes, my... you
1: are. I you're on these podcasts talking about.
0: Norway. Norway. Hey, I went to Norway. All right, I'm getting there. Thailand. Uh, oh, my buddy went to Thailand. Uh, oh, you listen to a lot of them. Just You're... a few. All right, that's I cool. did my
1: homework. I well, mean, that's good.
0: That's good. Every once in a while, somebody's like, it "Got me nervous." Jan- I didn't get a chance to listen. I'm like, mm, "You've met. You done messed up. You done messed. You don't know what's gonna happen now." Um, it's a
1: beautiful place in France. Ble- so we're going in I June. Bet. Yeah, so we're going with the doctors and. So anyway, so yes, I've got to be around the
0: elitists. Well, the people the
1: people that run Rodan and Fields, the corporate staff, and they're amazing, incredibly smart people.
0: Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Where's it based out data?
1: San Francisco. God, everything's in California. Yeah. I know.
0: Except us. We're sitting here in New York. <laughs> but breathing. we're in New
1: York. I fucking love New York.
0: Uh, that's, it's funny because I've always wanted to move south, and people are like,
1: so "You're gonna miss the hustle." Slow. And I'm like, "I'm
0: like, clearly you don't know my dream."
1: But it's so slow. I it's just so want slow. It's peri- It's pediatrics and geriatrics.
0: I just want a yeti, yeti cooler, yeah, full of Coronas with unlimited amounts of ice on a beach in like Puerto Rico with a little hut. That's it. That's my dream.
1: Yeah, but you're such a hustler. What would you do for work? I'd relax. <laughs> okay, so that's on your vision board. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you yes. should put a yeti cooler on your vision board <laughs> with a picture of a of Coronas <laughs> and an umbrella on a beach.
0: That's the goal. Done
1: and done. Like yep, your whole vision board is there. No more thinking involved. You can get it done. <laughs>
0: Uh, have you ever have you ever read or listened to the fir- the Four Hour Work Week? No. Oh, great book. Tell me about it. Um, I'm still listening to it, so I can't tell you everything. And I'm, okay. I'm on the last the last couple chapters. I've heard of it, but um, it's funny because we're from New York. So there's a there's a brief story that they tell in the book, and this man goes down to um, like Mexico or one of those um, a country down south, and he finds us uh, the Spanish fisherman. And uh, the Spanish fisherman always goes out every morning, very early, earlier than everybody else. Mm -hmm. Just a little bit earlier, but earlier. He goes out and he always catches fish and brings them back in. Very successful fisherman. And the fisherman always gives out extra fish to all his friends, sells a couple at the fish market. And the businessman goes up to him and says, you're a very successful fisherman. You obviously know what you're doing. Why don't you make this into a company? You'll bring more people out. You'll fish more. You know, you could run this giant company. You make all this money, this, that, and the other thing. And the fisherman goes, yes, that would be great. You know, that's that's a great idea. He goes, great. So, you know, we're going to start looking for people and we're going to build this business and whatever it is. And the, and the fisherman goes, but before we continue on this path, you know, what's going to happen at the end? Like, he's like, oh, you're going to be this big successful CEO. You're going to have all this money and this, that, and the other thing. And he goes, he goes I know, that's good. But, like, what am I going to do after? He said, well, whatever you want. And he goes, well, I'm going to come back here. And he goes, okay, great. You can have all his money and you'll come back here. And he goes, but I just want to, I'm just going to go back out and fish. And then I'm going to go sell my fish to the fish market, even though I have all the money. And then I'm going to give the fish to my friends. He's like, yeah, but you'll have all his money. (laughs) He goes, you don't get it. And and the business, I was like, what do you what do you mean? I'll get it? Like you're gonna be you're gonna be a millionaire? Like there's no there's nothing better? And he goes, no, I'm I, I'm doing what I want to do. Like yeah. this is the dream. Like I I doesn't matter how much money I have, I would do the same thing every day. And I was like, God damn! Like, what a powerful story. Yeah, like,
1: that really is a good story.
0: Right? It's just, like I was just like so you, blown away by it.
1: Do you listen to all your books on Audible?
0: I listen to a lot of books on Audible.
1: I gotta figure it out with my car
0: pretty easy you download the audible know. app you buy them on app. you have to for buy them on a computer which I is the weird I part
1: can't get, it's for some reason it doesn't want to go through my system in my car i gotta figure it out i'll, help
0: you out. I'll <laughs> help you out no problem um
1: sorry i totally sidetracked but that's a really great story thank you yeah
0: even though i didn't come up with it <laughs> but it was I, I listened to it and i was like
1: it was apropos for this evening huh
0: apropos <laughs>
1: Apropos. What does that, does that mean? mean? It's fitting. It's very fitting for this. Oh, it's a, event. That's
0: like a goddamn PhD letter word.
1: <laughs> that I don't have.
0: Apropos. I'm gonna use that now. <laughs> when I don't know, but I will. Put it
1: under grit.
0: <laughs> Apropos and grit. Yeah. Um, but it was like an awe-striking story well
1: it's proves to you or proves to anyone that you if you do what you love and you're passionate you never feel like you're doing work mm-hmm.
0: yeah yeah very moving story so for anyone who's like oh i don't want to hustle 35 hours, i don't want to hustle 70 hours a week you don't have to as long as you find, find what you love exactly. to do, exactly. and if that's something that you lit- legitimately consider see yourself doing for the rest of your life then that's what you need to the do the
1: issue is is that because we live in new york
0: oh it can't happen in New
1: York it's It's just so expensive bigger better faster right but I'm just saying like people cannot get by in the city if it if it's it means that they're not making enough money and it's not necessarily always what you love so kudos to all those people that have come on your show and who are out there that are doing what they love and making money and they're happy
0: that's the goal yeah the goal is to never work Right to if never feel lo- like you're working. Never like feel like you're right, working. Right, right. Yeah. And far too many. I don't feel many. like I'm working. I still don't know if you actually work, but that's okay. Me.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, we are just about ready to wrap awesome. this thing up. That was so fun. Did you, you enjoy yeah, it? I really had a you're good. You ready? Glass. I'll get another bottle of wine, and it won't be from <laughs> Long Island this time.
1: <laughs> oh, this one was from Long
0: Island. This is from Long Island. Yeah. Uh, that was so
1: fine. I take it back. It was really good.
0: Good. Reserve Chardonnay from Lieb Sellers. Selfless plug for Lieb Sellers. Okay. <laughs> um, The great vineyard. But anyway, how do people find you, find out about you? I would refrain from phone numbers, but everything else you're welcome to give if you'd like. Sure. Social media, whatever. Yeah.
1: I mean, I'm on Facebook, Lisa Frizel, F R I E S E L. And you could check out my website. Will you provide that link on your podcast? I can. Okay. I can. That's probably the easiest. It's. A little bit long, lisafrizzell.myrnf.com. Mm. So it's a little bit long. But yeah, find me on social. Um, I love to connect with Steve people. Do you have an Instagram? Yes.
0: You thought about that? <laughs> Why?
1: <laughs> because I use Facebook. Uh, I'm very busy. <laughs> I use Facebook because it's- Old I need schooler. an assistant. Get one. Maybe somebody's listening wants to be my assistant.
0: I'm sure I can find I can't one find you. one. I'll help you out.
1: I need a social media assistant.
0: Just social media?
1: Yeah, I mean, they could do some other. Th- yeah, mainly social media. I'll help you out. Yeah, that would see be if, wonderful. I'll see
0: if I can point someone yeah. in, in your direction.
1: Um, but I am, yeah, I mean, I'm just looking to connect with people who are smart and fun and motivated. And who just kind of want a little bit more. And maybe the many men that you're listening, that are listening.
0: Yeah, all 65 of them. So I apparently I don't have women on enough.
1: <laughs> apparently they don't want.
0: I said apparently I don't have women on enough. Oh. <laughs> That's what um, Lisa told me about. As soon as she got here, she's like, you don't have enough women on here. And I was like, I know. I'm trying to find them.
1: We're going to get you some. I'm going to get you some. But um, for all the men listening, I mean, maybe you have a wife or a girlfriend who's interested in making some extra coin. I like it. Motivated. Hustling. Smart. Who are hustlers living the dream. I like that. With the number one brand.
0: (laughs) With the number one (laughs) brand.
1: And uh, I hopefully Harrison is going to report back next time he's on the air about how good his face feels when he washes it tonight with our products.
0: I hope it's nice and tingly. (laughs)
1: Like a baby's butt. (laughs)
0: I'm not far off. I had to check.
1: Yeah, thank you so much. It was awesome. I had a lot of fun.
0: Thank you for being here. Yeah. I had a blast. You're always welcome back. I look forward to it.
1: Thank you. All righty.
0: Yep. All right, everybody. Till next time. Peace. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening in to another episode of the Brutally Honest podcast. I'm your host, Harrison Barron. Huge, huge, huge thank you to anybody who lasts this long in the show. Um, I got a lot out of this one as I do most of them, but I had an epiphany in this one, as you will know, and it was great. Um, a lot of things kind of made sense that didn't make sense in my life, but I kind of got, I don't want to say closure cause closure sounds weird, but enlightenment on them. Um, as always check out the brutally honest podcast website, brutally honest You can find out, uh, you get, you can sign up for the newsletter. You can find out anything going on, new guests, put the picture to the guest um, as well as anything else, really, that I'm doing, uh, and you could support the show if you're uh, if you're looking to do that as well. So that's pretty much it. Just uh, you know, smash. Oh, and smash that subscribe button if you enjoyed the show. I uh, greatly appreciate it. Um, and give it a rating. Tell a friend about it. You know, that's how I grow the show. Uh, lately it's been growing pretty rapidly, and I appreciate you guys. That means you guys are doing some work over there, uh, telling people about it. So, huge, huge, huge thank you to anybody who's supporting it. And uh, if, you're, if you're a day oneer, I love the shit out of you for lasting this long. 70 episodes is a lot, and I still have a bunch more. Am I going to hit 100 in a year? I don't want to be negative Nancy, but it's going to be a little tight. But next year, I definitely want to blow it out of the water and have even more shows on. So, be ready for that. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. On to the sponsors. ReadResumes.com. R-E-E-D-Resumes.com. R-E-E-D, Resumes.com if you don't have a resume, now is the time to get one. When you're in comfort, solitude, you don't have to worry about any of this stuff. Get the resume done. It's There's little to no pressure. You can get it done as you need. And even if you don't need the resume, you're not looking for that career change, it doesn't matter. Get that snapshot of your life. It's going to take, you know, what have you done? What are your accomplishments? And migrate you to, you know, down the road, you're going to say, where did I go? You know, I my old resume says nothing about me, you know, and now I'm looking at myself, I'm like, I've come a pretty long way, you know, it's a serious thing to consider when you've started your career, you've gained these accomplishments, all of that kind of stuff, you know, you don't want to look back in your life and say, what did I do, you know, write those things down, even if you maybe even if you don't have a resume, write them down, it could still be very important. And you could use it in the future as well. But and if you're looking for a job, Get a resume done early before the pressure's on, before you lose your job, before, you know, somebody asks for it and you're on that time crunch. Getting a resume done is so critically important and underestimated by people because at some point somebody's going to ask you for your resume and you want to have it done. You want to have it written by a professional. You want it to be something that you're happy happy with and willing to pass on, not something that you crammed in the night before. Readresumes.com, R-E-E-D, resumes.com, They're going to hook you up. They're going to take care of you. You're going to get a great resume. And it could even open up doors that you never had before. Because if you're willing to put that much time into a resume and get it done, that only shows your new potential job or yourself in the future the amount of dedication you had for it. Again, readresumes.com. Go check them out. And sorry, guys. I'm getting dry mouth here. It's the end of the show. I just talked for like two hours plus. huge thank you to the nerds that care for sponsoring another episode episode 70 nonetheless um 75 is going to be a big uh, a big win and then 100 but without the nerds that care this podcast would be much more difficult to have so go check them out nerdsthatcare.com. and people are wondering what's nerds that care nerds that care is your one-stop shop for it if you're a business owner And you want to keep your employees running well. Get an IT company. They will stay productive so much more. If they can keep working. They can call in. And they don't have to worry about bothering somebody. And getting issues resolved. You're going to get more performance out of your employees. Which in turn turns into more profitability. Also if you're a business owner. God forbid something happens to your business. You want to make sure your data is secure and safe and backed up. Have a team there that's always making sure it's being backed up and making sure it's being taken care of. That is what the Nerds that Care are going to do for you. They're going to get you the right backup solution. They're going to make sure it's backed up, and they're going to make sure regularly that you can sleep at night. You're only going to be getting phone calls if there's any type of issue or anything like that. That is why it's so critically important to have a IT company. And lastly, if you're worried about the DFS, HIPAA, any of those three-letter agencies that are going to be knocking on your door, you need an IT company that's going to put you, push you in the right direction. They're going to help implement regulations and guidelines that you need in-house. They're going to make sure your data is secure and and build a productive network for you of making sure you're not going to get in trouble when they do come knocking. That is what the Nerds That Care are going to do for you. So huge thank you to the Nerds That Care, N-E-R-D-S-T-H-A-T-C-A-R-E, Nerds That Care hugely appreciate them. And that's pretty much it guys. Just one podcast this week. I'm sorry, I know. You may be sad, but more to come next week. Um and lots of good things in the future. I just booked uh, for anyone who's wondering what the future looks like, I literally just booked a podcast in the middle middle to late end of April. So, we're over 2 months out and I'm booking podcasts and I'm already full into a whole month of booked podcasts as well. So, be ready. I have a lot of good stuff coming for you guys and a lot of new new people as well and definitely some returners um, from the prior 69 or 70 episodes. Would it be 69 or 70? We'll go 69. The prior 69 episodes because Lisa was just here. Hugely excited to bring it to you guys and uh, until then, peace.